Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Hello Retirement with your host, Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I'm Wendy McConnell. We have a special treat today, right, Josh? Yes, we do. We do. We have a special guest on today. Today, we'll be talking about legacy, which we feel is a very important part of your retirement plan. So not only preparing your estate planning documents and all that financial stuff, but also showcasing some of the highlights of your life. So our special guest today, founder of Liminal Legacy, will help us do that. But before we jump into introducing Daniel, our guest today, Wendy, do you know the story of Alfred Nobel? I didn't know there was homework, Josh, but um, no, why don't you tell me? (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. So Alfred Nobel, we all know as the founder of the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, I knew that sounded familiar. Okay. Yeah. So he was born in 1833 in Stockholm, Sweden, and he made most of his fortune that funded the Nobel Peace Prize by inventing dynamite and other powerful explosives. So you'd say, okay, well, a guy that invented explosives, what does that have to do with peace, right? It'd probably be the opposite. Well, he wanted to rewrite his legacy after his brother passed away. His brother passed away in a French newspaper, put out a highlight, or a headline rather, that said the merchant of death is dead. They mistaken his brother for him, and part of his legacy that he saw in the newspaper was that he was considered a merchant of death. So he saw what people were going to say about him after his death before he died. Right, right, right. So a very (laughs) powerful way to kind of see what your legacy might be. He felt that he was more of a pacifist, and he thought that some of his inventions actually made the world a better place and would help lead to peace. So he wanted to make sure that was his legacy. And one of the ways he did that was by creating the Nobel Peace Prize. That has continued since his, in 1896, at 63 years old. So this year, the prize money awarded was about $900,000 to each recipient. So that is quite a legacy to hold on, wouldn't you say, Wendy? I would. And you know, what really is interesting to me is, how did he make this so prevalent? Like, how did it become the thing? Like, a lot of people could probably just, well, I'm going to make up the Wendy prize, you know, and it's not going to go anywhere. Well, I think it was just, uh, for one, give away a lot of money. That always attracts attention, right? How many people talk about the lottery all the time? And also, this award ceremony that they have every year is a big part of that, too. So sort of the, the circumstance of giving the award and also the financial benefit, I think, attracts the interest of many. Very, very interesting story. Thank you for sharing it with me. Sure. But yeah, of course, most of our listeners here do not have immense wealth from inventing dynamite or other explosives. So we need to think of maybe other ways to help control our legacy and share some of our life stories or most important lessons from our life. So today, Daniel Powell, founder of Liminal Legacy, is going to help us on that. Over today's episode, we're going to cover three main points. 
We're going to talk about how Daniel founded Liminal Legacy and got started with his business. We're going to discuss what an audio memoir is and also the value in capturing an audio memoir as part of your total legacy plan. So Daniel is an audio producer and storyteller based in Fort Collins, Colorado. And many of our listeners might not be in Fort Collins, Colorado, but luckily he works remote so he can work with clients across the country. He's the founder and owner of Liminal Legacy Media. It's a business that partners with individuals entering into their golden years. He works with his clients to capture their life stories, share their legacy with loved ones, and of course, preserve those tales for the life of generations to come. What he does with a client is he works to create an immersive audio memoir focused on their life experiences. The audio memoir is a documentary centered on their life experiences. These productions don't just explain your story to loved ones, but it helps immerse them in your experience and gives you a unique firsthand insight into their lives. He comes to us with 15 years of experience in audio production. As you'll hear, he's got a good radio voice, so he's a good guy to have on this. And uh, he's a man with passion, wisdom for connecting people through storytelling and bridging a generational divide. So I met Daniel through a mutual friend, Zach, and Zach was telling me over a cup of coffee about Daniel's unique business. And I thought instantly, we need to figure out a way to work together. We believe in financial planning, that your legacy, as I said at the beginning, is a little bit more than just an estate plan. Being able to capture these stories for the long term is really powerful. So Daniel, we connected Daniel with a longtime client and had him produce an audio memoir that captured a lot of the stories that I had heard with my father around a campfire or maybe in a more casual setting. And Daniel was able to produce those into a short audio memoir that can be passed on for generations. So without any more further ado, we'll go ahead and introduce Daniel Powell, our guest on today's podcast. Daniel, welcome. Thank you for the warm welcome. It's great to be here. That is a voice, man. I got to tell you, <laughs> I am impressed already. Daniel, how did you get started in your field today? Oh, man. So like all the stories I record, it was certainly not a linear journey by any means. So 15 years ago, started out thinking I was going to be a rock star, you know, like like all the youngsters out there. And one thing led to another. I got into podcasting, audio storytelling, sound design, and just through a number of events found that I have a passion for getting other people's wisdom and preserving that for their families and just everything that can be learned from the story of somebody's life that we don't often tap into. So that's the, that's the short description of it. Would you like, would you like the, the story of it a little more? I would love to hear all the right, story right. of it. So my grandfather, he died at 95 and he left me what I'm going to call an audio biography. He was legally blind, so he couldn't really write too much, but he had this little cassette tape recorder and he would sit in his old lazy boy in the, in the den where he used to watch TV. He would just you know, press record, record a little segment of his life pause, you know, gathers thoughts about the next segment and so on and so forth. So I have this hour and a half long detail of my, uh, my grandfather's life experiences. And that's just always meant so much to me having that and just being able to tap into 
you know, his experience that really transcends my own timeline. It's just magical. <laughs> so did you, have you edited those recordings at all? Have you tried to make that a more concise recording in any way? So I have not. So with that, that's one of the, the big motivators behind Liminal Legacy Media is his story is so valuable to me. But there was one key moment in his story that just defines everything I do. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to record yourself on video or make a voice memo. It's very challenging to make it sound like you're speaking naturally. You know, I think of this, I, I do audio, right? But I think of this moment from uh, that movie, Ricky Bobby with Will Ferrell, where he's on camera and his hands just keep coming up. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. That's what we do with our voices. But uh, so back to my grandfather's audio recording, there was this one key moment. He was a World War II veteran. And he was just kind of giving you, giving you the biography of his life, right? And he goes into this moment, World War II. He's in Japan the day that Japan surrenders. And so he's walking around in Japan. And he walks by the palace and he sees a bunch of Japanese people committing Harry Carey on the steps of the palace. And then he just moves on to the next thing. And he says, and then, you know, after World War II, and I'm just sitting here, I'm like, whoa, 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 what? Like you saw a mass suicide, basically. And I'm just, I'm just like, what, how would that influence your perspective on humanity and i just had so many questions you know from this little answer that or this little detail that he left but uh he's just recording the story of his life and i'm so curious about it so that that's where liminal legacy media comes in is having somebody there that's curious really helps you go into those details that those those little rocks that might be left uncovered and really paint the full picture of who you are rather than just the space and timeline you've occupied. Yeah. So Daniel, in thinking of your grandfather's recordings versus the work that you do with your clients, how would you differentiate maybe that more of a biography or yeah. self-captured storytelling versus the audio memoirs that you create with clients? Yeah. So that's why I call it a memoir. There's, you know, when you think about literature, right, there's biography and then there's memoir. And the key difference between those two things is that the memoir really goes into the internal world of the individual that's uh, being, being examined, being explored, right? Where biography is a bit more of just like the facts along a timeline. There might be an interesting story or two, but that is the differentiating factor is through these audio memoirs, we're really painting the complete picture of the person, what's important to them, the things that, uh, that are hard to do when you just sit down and write something or record yourself, you know, because it's easy to say my values are this, right? But it's really hard to show that if you, you, if you just have a, a pen and paper or you're just recording yourself, those are the things that really come out through conversation. Now on that note, the uh, the final produced audio memoirs are not a conversation. They are a they're a narrative. So all those recordings of the client's voice are taken, and then sound design, a musical score. That's all applied to really paint the scenes of these memories in the auditory world. 
Yeah. So uh, we are, of course, recording this on a very digital platform. But I know when you worked with one of our clients to record their audio memoirs, they were in Florida. I believe you were mostly in Michigan at that time. That's right. Um, Talk about your process a little bit and how you're able to capture and connect with clients to, to generate these audio memoirs while being completely remote. Yeah. So I have a really slick process. I send a client a microphone and, you know, we are in the digital age where you can use Zoom and all these things, but Zoom, the audio quality, it, it leaves a little something to be desired. And I believe when you're capturing the story of a loved one, there's this phrase I love when you're talking about high quality, like high depth audio, and it's capturing the warmth of someone's breath, you know? There, there's all these nuances to our voices. So what I do is I have a slick process where I send the client a microphone. We have conversations over a telephone call because many, many clients being in the age range of 80 to 95, you know, we keep it as simple as possible. And yeah, clients of that age are able to engage in the process with relative ease. So, okay. Well, yeah. Let's dig a little bit deeper into that age range. So who is kind of the ideal client to be capturing these audio memoirs? Oh, Josh, this this is something I am very passionate about. (laughs) So we, you know, we think life story and 90, 95, normally we're like, okay, that that sounds like a pretty good range to, to capture our life story, right? But let me ask you, Josh, do you know what the, what the average <laughs> average lifespan of people in the U.S. is right now? Oh, um, somewhere 70s, 80s. I guess it depends yeah. on what point, right? That's right. Um, so I'll clear that up for you. 2019 was 79 years old. Okay. Average, okay. average age of death. And then fast forward to 2020. That updates or 2021, I think, but that updates to an age of 76. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a lot younger than you or I'd ever think, you know, of dying, right? Like we all want to live to 90, 95, hundred years old. Right. So, so really like at the age when you're retirement, you know, take a few years off party, have a good time. And then once you start settling down a little bit, think about recording your story, you know, and a, a big, a big barrier to people recording their stories as well is, well, I'm not done living yet. I got more time to tell my story. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But something else I'm very passionate about with Liminal Legacy Media, you get into this realm of life story, legacy, right? We, our minds go to this place of like, oh, we're let's preserve that for the future generation, right? So it's really death-centric and death-centered. I don't like that. I don't like that, right? Let's go back to my grandfather's story. What conversations would I have had with my grandfather if I had listened to that recording while he was still alive? And if I was of age to to really digest that, right? What wisdom would I have gained from his life? How much deeper of a connection would we have had? So that's who I think should do it. The earlier, the better. I think in what I've observed working with many of our clients is that we all kind of go through phases. And actually this morning I was driving my oldest son to kindergarten, my younger son to preschool, 
and we were driving down one of the main roads and it was kind of a gloomy morning and some of the street lights were just kind of flickering. And to me, as an adult, I think of the boring stuff, right? I think of, eh, it's probably some malfunction in a sensor, right? And just sort of pass it off. And I hear my oldest son, Eli, go, oh, look at the lights flickering. And my younger son goes, oh, someone's playing with the light switch. Thinking of like, as a kid, they play with the light switch, right? They want to see the lights mm -hmm. flick on and off. So I got a good laugh out of that. And we just sort of went on a riff there of, you know, well, who's flicking on and off the light switch? And we sort of described this pretty manly older guy sitting somewhere flicking the light switch, which is a pretty amusing thought to all of us. I think when we're kids, we have this bigger sense of imagination. And as busy adults, we just breeze through and say, it's a sensor malfunction. But many of our clients, maybe at that later stage of life, start reflecting back and thinking in their younger years, more in that adventurous sense. So what did I learn from my childhood? Or what were the lessons from the early part of my career, early family life? And in some of the recordings I've heard you do, that is something that is really cool to come out. With the client that we worked with together, you captured some of these stories from his childhood that are unimaginable to me as a mid 30 year old, it was a lens into a different time and being able to see that, not even see it, hear it, but develop my own images from those words is a really powerful thing. So what, what do you, when, when you're catching people in that phase, that reflective phase, what are some of the like ideal times or points that you try to draw out of clients? So it, it is different with everybody, Josh. Um, the way I work the process is first we put the, we, we develop a timeline, right. Uh, of key events, just of moves of career changes, kids, all these things. So that's a really difficult question to answer because everybody okay. has different, different points. But uh, I, I like to make the joke that the typical life story is, Hey, what's your life story? It's like, well, I was born, got married, had a couple kids and here I am. So, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones we usually go to. Right. Yeah. But you know, if, if we zoom out, there's, it's not the same for everybody, but the, okay. the best ones are those, those pivotal moments in the road, right. Where you really have a shift in perspective. And that kind of, kind of ties in with my name here, liminal legacy media. Do you know what uh, a liminal space is, Josh? I don't. So I was okay. actually going to ask you to tell us a little bit more about right. your name. So liminal, liminal space, we'll kind of come back to this idea of uh, pivotal moments. But so liminal space is this anthropological concept. You think of a rite of passage, right? That's where it's used mostly is in this, in these rites of passage, right? When a boy becomes a man and goes through a, a rite of passage, right? There's this threshold of space as he goes through the rite of passage where he's not yet a man, but he's no longer a boy, right? So this is liminal space and this is the space of stories, right? This is the space where we're learning something new, but we don't yet know it, right? These really juicy moments. So that's, that's liminal space where... We've suspended Very good. our ideas. So you are seeking to find the liminal space <laughs> That's right. in anyone's That's right. life. 
It's not necessarily childhood or the birth of the first child or a career change or something like that. It could be all of those things, but it's really where you see a developmental change in the individual. Is that that's right. And uh, furthermore, Liminal Legacy Media, that is what these productions are intended to do, right? Is to capture the story, capture the wisdom of our elders and create these liminal spaces for those of the younger generation, those up and coming, so that they can see beyond their times and learn beyond their own intellect and experiences. Okay. So so for us, we would say that this uh, audio memoir is part of your legacy plan, right? So this is part of a plan that we want to help preserve you part of that is estate planning. So we want to make sure that we have all the financial documents, trust wills, power of attorneys, all that stuff in place. As a financial advisor, we're very used to working in that space. In fact, we'll link guide. If you know you need to do some work there and you're listening today, we'll put a link in the show notes for a guide that we have to help you get started in that process. But in thinking of sort of that estate planning and the legacy process, how do you see the audio memoir fitting in with that? How would you like it to be preserved as part of someone's estate? How would I like it to be preserved as someone's as part of someone's estate? Define that a little more for me, Josh. Yeah, so I um, I know that you have a physical deliverable that you do when okay. you yes. record those. Yes. So talk about that a little bit and how you hope that that lives on after the client passes. You bet. So I do this. I've designed this whole process with a big amount of intent. When the final production is delivered, it's delivered in this beautiful handmade cherrywood box. And it's delivered on CDs. You know, CDs, a lot of people hear CDs and they're like, well, that's kind of antiquated. It is. But CDs are the only, they're like the last tangible media that we have to affix stories too, right? So these stories aren't getting lost on a hard drive. And then further with that, I'm a, a big believer that our, our history and that of our elders and ancestors needs to be tangible and that there's power in getting our hands on that. So I also work with my clients to deliver relevant photos that are also delivered in this Cherrywood box, along with uh, a number of other goodies. Very good. Very good. You know, I- when this episode releases, we'll be pretty close to Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. So for those of you sitting around the Thanksgiving table or thinking about spending that time with family, uh, what would you do, Daniel, if maybe you were sitting down with your grandfather, if you could mm-hmm. step back in time and knew of a company like Liminal Legacy, what would you say to him to kind of encourage that process of trying to capture those stories? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Josh, I, I definitely have a product to sell, but I do not sell that over trying to get people to engage with their elders, right? Sure. I think that's the most valuable experience you can have is sitting down and talking yeah. with your elders. Um, but how would I, what would I encourage somebody to do? Thanksgiving's coming up. Listen, listen, you know, we don't often listen to each other. And I think it's such a gift to everybody involved. When you can just sit with somebody, listen, and express curiosity about their experiences. Um, yeah, it's difficult when we start trying to engage the stories of our, uh, of our parents and grandparents, right? It's difficult because we want to get the data, right? 
but just stay curious. Okay. Very good. I think for, for me, Thanksgiving is a wonderful time because we get to spend that extra time with our family. And sometimes some of those gems come out, right? Yeah. Where we hear, maybe it's a, a funny story that, that I'll get from my dad about his childhood. And I know the client that, that you worked with, um, with the client that our mutual client that we both worked with, uh, he had shared a lot of these stories in kind of that, that fireside setting. So we'd sit around the campfire and he's, oh, when I was a kid, you know, and this is really back in that World War II era, which is sort of a golden era for many of us. And those stories seem so foreign, but him talking about the sacrifices he made and everything else and hearing those stories uh, over time really invoke a lot of great feelings. So I hope that all of our listeners have that opportunity during Thanksgiving to have some of that close time with some of their more elderly family members or friends that they might be spending time with. And I've got a, I've got a tangible for you, Josh. I've got a okay. tangible recommendation. So this is what I do for a living, right? I can't even, I can't even engage my parents in that setting after I say, hang on, hang on. Let me get my phone out. Let's hit record. Change yeah. the dynamic completely, right? When you enter into that process with intention, you know, saying, I want to record your story. It changes things a little bit, but what my encouragement would be to just get out your phone and start recording. You hear a story going down, right? Just have that have that for yourself, right? Because that's how you're going to get the best content in the family setting. So okay. <laughs> there's your tangible recommendation. Very good. Well, yeah, Daniel, I wanted to kind of go back and highlight a couple key points from our discussion today. And I think the biggest one that resides with me and our audience is that your legacy is not just your wealth, right? So some listeners here might be thinking, oh, I don't have Alfred Nobel's money. I can't have a forever long peace prize that I can give to the world. But sometimes those stories will mean something to your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren much more than a couple dollars that pass through the generation, right? So, so I think your, your business is a cool offering or a good way to think about capturing those stories to help carry on your legacy. And much like Alfred Nobel did, you have time and the ability to help control your legacy if you start thinking about it now. I think another big point is that there's a difference between that biography. So your grandfather with, although quite powerful, with his cassette recorder is quite different than an audio memoir where it's a little bit more engineered to capture those stories and dig a little bit deeper into the parts that Daniel, you probably wanted to get out of grandpa. I would say the third is trying, and you had mentioned capturing the warmth of someone's breath. So in your legacy, whether it's a video pictures, being able to capture that essence, I think is very powerful. When I listened to the recording that you did for our mutual client, I cried the first time. And having that, that overwhelming emotional feeling, I think is something that sticks with us a little bit more than maybe a couple notes about this is what grandpa did or grandma did throughout their life. So I would say when we think about our legacy, remember those points as well. Daniel, if people are interested in learning more about capturing an audio memoir, what should they do to get in touch with you? Well, check out the website, www.liminallegacymedia.com. And let me spell liminal for you in case you are not familiar. <laughs> L-I-M-I-N-A-L. So Liminal Legacy Media. Um, okay. Contact me there. You can uh, send me an email directly at 
liminallegacymedia at gmail.com. And hey, um, phone's always open. So I, uh, I love taking phone calls at 970-658-9948. Okay. And I know in prior to our recording, you said that you'd be willing to do a 30-minute consultation with the listeners of the show today. That's right. We'll, we'll link out a link to Daniel's calendar where you could just go ahead and schedule that at your convenience. So if you Excellent. check in the show notes, you'll see it there along with Daniel's contact information. And this is not a this is not a sales pitch. It's an altruistic exploration into what's the best way to preserve your story. Sure. And I, I want to help people do that, even if it's not through through my company. So such a meaningful episode today, guys. Uh, you're gonna have me crying soon. So thank you to Josh and Daniel. Uh, where can people get in touch with you, Josh? Sure, sure. Well, they can uh, check out our website at leonardadvisorygroup.com. They can always give our office a call at 412-998-PLAN or feel free to email me directly at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com. In our next episode, we will cover five hidden tax saving opportunities to take advantage before the year ends. You won't want to miss this one. So thank you for joining us on Hello Retirement with Josh Leonard. Please like, follow, and share with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast, the show that helps you transition into a happy, fun, and intentional retirement. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Leonard Advisory Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.